1: Castology.
2: Welcome back to Castology, Castology listeners. I'm it's your host tonight. 9 a.m. in the morning. <laughs>
1: with yeah, I thought I'd go the for that. <laughs> Do
0: we have one for you, Let? Yet, Liz?
1: I oh, I have not been gifted. Usually,
0: the female, the token woman, is just. And Liz. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the yeah, like the and Liz yeah trick the train with Liz best I get to be the with <laughs> the bestie with the, yeah, with the bestie no, <laughs> no that it sounds, doesn't it's not sit as, well with no, me either I can just I can just be the with Liz best
2: this is the castology best. uh where we review podcasts and
1: talk shit at the start of yeah said podcast basically that reviews podcasts well the ones
2: that I introduce anyway because I find it find myself scrambling for And words. we jumped in on top of you. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that too. But that's yeah. fine. I need help. <laughs> I'm out here in deep water.
1: Oh, here's some floaties for you, honey.
2: Thank you very much. Anyway, so the format of this show, if you haven't listened to this show before, is we basically review podcasts that we have recommended to each other.
0: Yeah, so last week we each brought a podcast to the show. That we recommended and then over the last week we've listened to it and we're going to review it for you this week and then recommend three new podcasts.
2: And last week we had three recommendations. Liz, you recommended the Sugar Baby Confessionals. I did. Zane, you recommended Challenging Behaviors. Correct. And I recommended the Psychedelic Salon. Which would we like to start with?
1: Can you start with Sugar Baby Confessionals? Yeah, why not? I Let's really want to know what you thought.
2: I really enjoyed the Sugar Baby Confessionals. I did only listen to the first episode, mm-hmm. but I found myself compelled, and I think I will continue to listen to see where the rest of it goes. It's very much in my wheelhouse too. I think you were mentioning that last episode; mm. like this is this is your kind of thing. I yeah, I, I feel similarly because of my favorite being tangentially speaking, and mm-hmm. he gets. I imagine if this podcast sees success, he'll probably have these ladies on to talk about their experiences. Because I feel like I remember in the first episode they mentioned a book, which I have heard mentioned on Chris Ryan's podcast also. Mm. So I think that this is a, this is quite a tight community. Like, and the people who are doing the experimentation that these girls are doing, they all sort of know each other, and they. Uh, learn from each other and take from each other.
1: It feels like they have a really nice little support network going. Yeah. Even just from within this podcast. To. Oh, God, yeah. Because it would be so easy to lose yourself in something like being a sugar baby. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I had a feeling that you would particularly like this. Um, and I, I quite like the way that it's framed as well in the fact that the host genuinely wants to – Find out the whys and the hows and make Genuine sure it's okay. Genuine curiosity from a
0: host is yeah. invaluable, and
1: good lines of questioning. Mm. I think.
0: Yeah, I think that's what I really liked about it as well. Is they don't they don't shy away and they're not afraid to drill down on, so to speak. Yes, yeah, <laughs> uh, on like specific motivations and details. Mm. Um, what I picked up about this when I first listened to it before I did a thorough listening when I recommended it to you, um, is that it is different to every other sex podcast I've listened to because it's women talking to women about women's sexuality with men not even coming into the picture except to maybe talk about whether they're enjoying their relationship with mm. men. Mm. Um, and that's something I've literally never heard on a podcast before. Um, if, it, if the podcast isn't hosted by a man it's usually women talking about men and how they deal with men. Whereas yes. this podcast is all about um,
1: their, feelings. their
0: feelings and their satisfaction regardless of men's impact on it. Yes. Um, so that's what I really liked about it. And I've listened to a, a fair bit of it now um, and I really enjoy it.
1: Yeah, I think that's what I, I, I haven't hadn't quite put my finger on why I I I attached onto this so much, but I think you've articulated probably what I didn't really realise that I was thinking is that it's so nice to hear the women on that podcast just talking about their own feelings and not discussing like they pass the Bechdel test because they're talking about themselves
0: themselves they're not talking about and occasionally
1: a man will come in and he's not named so it doesn't matter like.
0: (laughs) Um yeah, very interesting. Um uh, uh very interesting content, I think.
1: And it's nice to hear the vulnerability from the girls that are actually yeah. doing the sugar baby thing. Like they're not or like, yeah, I'm going to like get money and it's going to be great. Like they're they're excited, but there's that that beautiful vulnerability of there's some things they're still nervous about and it's like we're getting ready to go on the date with them. Like mm, the way yeah. that it's told. This is
2: one thing that it, it, it I've noticed about when people start to experiment sexually and then talk about it on a podcast, it's never whatever stereotype you might have had in your head to begin mm. with. It's like, you know, these are just real curious people who are genuine and and they want to explore this and they want to learn as much as they can mm. and they don't know. what. That's one thing that I've come to understand about the BDSM community anyways, yeah. like they're a very caring and thoughtful community. Oh, absolutely. Mm. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, possibly more so because they don't assume yeah. that everyone's – looking out for themselves mm. uh yeah yeah
1: so. oh well i'm glad that you guys dug that as well that again was a listener submission so send us the stuff that you want us to listen to because here's a perfect example of us absolutely listening to it and loving it
0: yeah there's a unanimous one so that's that's really really Heck good yes
1: oh patrick are you going to subscribe maybe Ooh! <laughs> you know what even the maybe makes me happy i'm okay with a maybe
0: Oh, we've got two maybes in two weeks, so we're doing well. <laughs> no,
1: I know. It's better than a, a no.
0: <laughs> it's a no from me.
1: <laughs> He's the Simon Cowell of this podcast. Oh, no.
0: Everyone knows that Simon Cowell is the best judge, right?
1: Uh-huh.
2: They can't see you do that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I just, That's why I... <laughs> I just looked at you, Patrick. I don't know what you mean. Uh, well, shall
0: we move on to the Psychedelic Salon?
2: Sure. Tell me what you guys thought of the Psychedelic Salon and what episodes did you listen to,
0: if any? I listened to several because I really wanted to give this one a good try because of the reaction that I had to Ramdas, I wanted to not smear this podcast with the same Brush And it is easier to digest than rum does here and now. So I listened to plants in mind mm. and I listened to the first two parts of understanding the chaos at history's end. Um, I will say it's hard. It, this one was still work more interesting because science is where it gets me. Mm. And I love I love this kind of science. Unfortunately, it's still a little bit too speculative. Woo-woo? Yeah, that is yeah.
2: woo woo. Is yeah, exactly yeah. the word I wanted to yeah. use. To but the thing I appreciate it. about Terence, who features predominantly on this, is he, I think, has always taken a scientific approach to the woo woo. He's mm. trying. He's trying to reduce it. He's not just. He's not just experiencing it all reading about it and going, yeah, no, this is what I kind of feel or vibe from this. He, he He's almost trying to drive it into a corner and be like, what is this experience? What is actually happening here? Yeah, so and he does- you can
0: feel that, that, that energy. Um, unfortunately, it does feel like they're trying to force science to fit mm. their view and... They just kind of ignore it when it doesn't, yeah. Um, and that just kind of graded on me a little bit. So I'm, I'm, I, this is one where I'm willing to let you curate specific episodes for me, but I don't think I'll be subscribing to the Psychedelic Salon, even though I found it interesting. It, it was a lot of work to kind of get myself in a headspace where I'm happy to listen to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: I was not in a headspace where I was happy. To listen to this, (laughs) had a rough couple weeks. I just no, I didn't listen to a full episode. I started and tried three episodes and got about a third of the way through and just went, "You're not focusing. You you can't." Again, it could be me, but it could just be that I don't like this style of podcast, and I think that, like, it's. I like to think of myself as a spiritual person, but then when I listen to your podcasts, I go, I am not a spiritual person at all. These people have it down pat. And I am such a cynical shit that I just... But also... For me, it was yeah. work and I was not in the right frame of mind. I listened to the Chaos at uh, Histories. Yeah, the Understanding the Chaos Histories. I listened man. to part of part one and part of part two. Um, I really want to like the ideas behind these podcasts because I – and it's probably because I'm just the least mindful person in the world and I'm the least, you know, I'm impatient and I'm, you know – You are not. I, I, shut <laughs> up. Let me talk. I'm impatient, damn it. <laughs> I just, Yeah, it was it was a struggle for me, not the least of which because I'm operating on three and a half hours sleep. Um, I wonder if I were ever in a full waking state whether I might enjoy this but because – I like my podcasts to be able to wash over me while I'm doing other things. And I feel like there are so many ideas just whirling at me that I get overwhelmed. And also, I I couldn't not. Lecture style podcasts
0: are hard Mm. to consume when you're not ready to.
1: Receive the knowledge.
0: We'll receive knowledge in that format. Mm. I think. Yeah, see, the definitely... lecture style
2: podcast that I have subscribed to are the people that I'm already on. Like, right. I, I know them before I listen to their lectures. It's the not thing. like I'm being introduced to them.
1: Yeah, and I'm not, like, I really wanted to ask you um, when we were talking about this podcast, what it is about this style of podcast that you like, because I know a it's lot
2: not this style of podcast. It's, it's the speakers it. that. Right. This is the only way to get Terence McKenna right? because he's dead. Yes. And it's the only way to get 1980s rum dust, pre-stroke rum dust.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <It's> controversial. <laughs> um, I just couldn't – with both of them I just had this – Jim Jones microphone talking Yeah, I mean, the vibe to me was very, this is why, like through the whole thing I'm like, fuck, no wonder he liked the (laughs) Jonestown Massacre episode of Case (laughs) File because this just seems to me as like, yeah, what do you think, you know, the whole rambling talk and occasionally asking for feedback, Mm. you know. Um, Yeah, it's too woo-woo for me. Not a woo-hoo, it's a woo-woo. I'm not afraid
0: of the woo-woo. It's just...
1: The boring woo-woo? No.
0: I think it's – I really take it personally when people take new discoveries in science and run with it in a direction that is not science Mm. and – I think looking back, we have that benefit of like, well, obviously what they're saying is not one hundred percent correct. So let's just disregard I think the host everything.
2: Stephen acknowledges saying. that in a few episodes. He does. Where yeah, he's like, yeah. he,
0: he does. Um, and so that's why. Because I this think Terence would have too
2: if he yeah. were alive. Mm. Well, yeah, maybe. I mean, he would have looked very silly in twenty twelve. <laughs> 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 but I feel like uh, he would have recovered.
0: Yeah. Well, let's hope. Yeah, so I think that this is a no from Liz and me. Yeah, yeah.
1: Sorry. Maybe we just
0: need to uh, do some mushrooms sometimes, Liz.
1: Oh well, this is what I was thinking. I was like, Look, do I helps. not? <laughs> do I not understand this? Because the only drugs I've ever been hooked on are fucking prescription painkillers. <laughs> like I'm like the suburban housewife of drug taking. You know, I just haven't ever. <laughs> and I think maybe I, I would watch find- that TV show. <laughs>
0: oh wait if they made weeds right yeah that that yeah Valley of the Dolls like. <laughs>
1: um, but I'm thinking well maybe if I did do something I might find deeper meaning in these kinds of podcasts who knows
2: yeah look I um, maybe you'll start a cult maybe I you could will. run
1: a cult between Pat and I we could have a cult <laughs> run oh, down yeah, for sure. Pat oh yeah <laughs> down Pat you'd
2: be yeah I, well what would your role be Will we be like a sort of husband and wife kind of pair?
1: Yeah, I feel like it would be like the, you were like the insightful one and I'd be like the the charisma but then flicking on a dime to smack people back into life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You would
0: be the disciplinarian. I
1: would be the disciplinarian but in a so cop, really nice. good cop, bad cop. Yeah, because yeah. actually yeah, yeah. then I'd
2: float in and be like, hey. Hey, hey
1: let's all love let's each relax. other. Have you watched Bad Times at I the R.A.R. yet? Yeah, 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 You would be the Chris Hemsworth style cult leader.
2: <laughs> yeah, Probably. Yeah. I'd like to think I'd be less violent.
1: Well, yeah, but it's the whole like dancing while (laughs) eating ice cream thing. But yeah, I feel like, yeah, I'd be like kind. And then if you fucked any of the cult members over, I'd be like, Mm. I don't know why you're
0: looking at me. It's making me very uncomfortable. Yeah.
1: See, this is my power. (laughs) Let's do this, Pat. Yeah. Let's run a cult.
0: All right. Well, what did you think of challenging behaviors?
1: You I- said we wouldn't love it. I want to go on the record and saying I enjoyed it immensely.
0: I said I was worried you wouldn't
1: love no, it. No, I I was kind of in a fuck podcast brain this afternoon after mm. I'd listened to <laughs> psychedelic <laughs> Cell on. And then I hit this on and I was like found myself involved in spite of myself. Mm. Um so I'm confession time. Yes, I review movies and TV and I've never seen Breaking Bad ever. Ooh. I know, it's, uh, yeah. it's a point of contention in my household that my mother's, I think my mother's two favourite TV shows have been like Breaking Bad and Six Feet Under and I've watched neither and she's devastated
0: They're
2: both very good I yeah, I've know. not seen Six Feet Under though, but my mother's the same Yeah, yeah,
1: she says that the last episode of Six Feet Under is the finest episode of television that she's seen in recent history I seen episode ever.
2: four of True Detective where they have that like. Don't tell me I haven't shot. seen that either.
1: I'm a horrible <laughs> person. I see all this stuff, but not like I only just recently watched all of Fargo and I loved it. Um so I didn't know who this guy was, but when I googled him, what's his name? RJ RJ Mitt. Yes. So when I Googled no, him, I his it was face Mitt was a. incredibly
0: oh, it might be Mitte. I'm not sure.
1: His face was very familiar. Like yeah. I recognized him instantly. And I adored what he was saying, talking about representation in film and television not being about the disability but just mm. having a person being there. Mm. Um, and I was recently watching a TV show called Marcella on Netflix and they have an actress in that who just has one arm and there's nothing about it in the show other than yeah. the fact that she just has yeah, one arm and I love that. I a
2: Funeral the other day because I hadn't seen it. Well, if I had seen it, it was only like uh, in pieces. You are very young so that's I understandable. But the relationship between uh, – Oh, God, spoiler alert, the fellow that dies and then the Scottish guy. But there's yeah. a funeral in the title, I'm not <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, you, you know, yeah. um, but also how that's just sort of like an unspoken gay relationship but it's not.
1: Yeah, it's, and I like it when they make things not issuesy. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and I really liked just talking, uh, listening to them talk about different things that I hadn't even considered would be a problem that then made me feel – like I need to consider more of these things and I need to start listening to these episodes so I can be a better That's exactly ally. what
0: it's about, challenging yeah. behaviours, challenging what you do yeah. unconsciously. So it's not yeah. something
1: that I would go, hey, I'm going to listen to this for entertainment, but it's something that I would go, hey, you know what I want to do today? I'd like to be a better person, so I'm going to listen to an episode and kind of see how I can be less ableist, I guess, yeah. about – living my life like even things like when they talk about having accessible um toilets and everyone just thinks that means like having a rail or being able to fit a wheelchair through it but then they're talking about how some people actually need to be changed or change their clothes whilst lying on the floor and Mm. there's no changing spaces to do that in public so people have to lie down on a toilet floor Mm. to change their clothes and i just found i found it um fascinating and it made me want to do better So that's where I came from. Yeah, I
2: think you articulated it very well last episode. Um, You said it's very likely that – well, you said you appreciated it but you're not like in love with it or like super – that's, yeah, how I felt. Like I'm not going to be binge listening to this podcast but I really appreciated it. I I thought they did a very good job considering – like I I was expecting it to be a lot more sort of – Garagey sort of bare bones <laughs> operation, but they were surprisingly <laughs> yeah, well polished. Yeah. Um, and yeah, they were engaging, and it was interesting. All of the above,
1: mm. I loved how excited the host was to talk. To <laughs> <that>. Yeah, they <laughs> were exactly. they were yeah.
2: really enthusiastic as yeah. well. And like they, the the one you gave me, Frank, uh, was Frank it? Turner, Frank Turner. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'd never heard of this guy before, but they just they were super excited to talk to this guy. Yeah, <laughs> and I was just like, that's really endearing, mm-hmm. and you can tell that. They really are trying to make the world a better place, mm. and it's infectious.
1: And mm. I think you're right. I love that this exists, and I love that it has the potential to change people's behaviors and I love that it's there for the people who are disabled and for the mm. people who aren't like I think yeah, it's absolutely. A, a, you know it's never going to blow up and be you know the dollop or cereal, but it's it's there for those who need it or seek it out.
0: Yeah, and I think this is definitely one that will be will be passed around from friend to friend and from yes, group to group. Yes, it's a very yeah, word-of-mouthy. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. yeah at least that's what I hope. That's why what I hope from putting it out on our podcast is that more people will listen to you it like and pass Gandhi, it on. you Gandhi, Zane. I yes, I am <laughs> like Gandhi. Yeah, Zane is Gandhi. We're
1: not saying he's Gandhi, in but he's Gandhi. In a specific ways. I and appreciate in- that you brought this to the table. Yeah. Very much so. Thank
0: you. Ditto. Yes. I appreciate that they submitted because yes, they thank were a you. user submission. And this, this is one of the ones where I was – I would never have found this podcast if yeah. it wasn't for user submissions. Um, so literally if you're doing a podcast, send it through because I – have a very broad range of what I like. And we want
1: to help you get the word out. Yeah, absolutely. When we find a podcast like this, um, or even not like this, but anything that we feel like should be heard, we want to be able to help you do that. And the sheer amount of submissions that we're getting shows that people are listening. Yeah,
0: absolutely. It's great. Should we move on to our recommendations? We have a theme. We do have a theme. Religion.
1: Yes, religion.
0: Religion. Because <laughs> do we want to say why? I don't know why. I
1: forgot why. <laughs>
0: Actually, it's no it's idea. A, it's a little it's bit a iffy. Yeah. No, no, no. It's because it's April first. This episode
1: oh, will come out on April first. That's 1st. right.
0: Um, so so we've we've gone with religious esque. Because
1: you see, when we say religion, if you've been listening from the start, you'll probably be laughing a little bit because you know that none of us
0: are particularly, are particularly
1: religious, religious. Perhaps a little spiritual, some more spiritual than others, she yeah, says well, gesturing. But, you know, at Patrick. my last
2: two submissions could probably fall into this category.
1: Um, but we, and, and for me, it was challenging for me to find, because I don't listen to any religious podcasts. And when I found the one that I found, I was a bit fucking excited, you guys. (laughs) I bet you were.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, don't tease us anymore. What is it?
1: Uh, It's called Harry Potter and the Sacred Text, everybody.
0: (laughs) Now, is this speculative where it's uh, the
1: the ninth Harry Potter book? This is a what if we read works of fiction – as if they were sacred texts and with the reverence of sacred texts. <laughs> and what can we learn from them? And what are the stories trying to tell us? And can we delve into sentences that mean pretty much nothing when they're on the page on their own and make them mean something that's going to change the way that somebody else lives forever Allah la Bible?
0: Now, I've done a little bit of research into this podcast. <laughs> um, one of them is... A minister of some kind? I
1: think so, yeah.
0: Yeah, is uh I, I think she is Anglican. I don't I do say.
1: research, so I just listen. So but she, I think but you're she, right.
0: Yeah, so that takes a little bit of the offensiveness away from it for me, I think. Well <laughs> this is the
1: thing. Like I I don't find it. Offensive because for me, I think we should be delving into the meanings of the books. Yeah, and I absolutely. know that I think it's probably they're calling it a sacred text so much as what might make people go, How dare you worship false, false gods? I think and I'm
0: worried because I know if I was doing a podcast with this sort of premise, mm. I might be offensive, yes. in some way. <laughs> yes, this is so what, I hope I can that then how not. that would happen. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Um, But, yeah, basically they – so each week they explore a central three theme through which um, the characters have gone through based on the chapters of all of the Harry Potter books. So they go back and start at the start. Um, They have a little competition at the start of each episode of who can summarise what happened in the chapter the quickest. Um, (laughs) Just to give you all a bit of a rundown. It is designed to be a read-along podcast. So you kind of – it's like a book club in that they encourage you to read the chapter and then listen to the episode, but you don't have to because they give a pretty good rundown. One
0: chapter a week is, ah, yeah. oh, that is a long like, podcast.
1: I think that they assume that this is people who have poured over the text yeah, who lovingly are for fanatics. years. Who there can are a give, lot of those people, aren't there? Yeah, they? who can give a skim of it. Like I've probably read through the entire series maybe three times in my life, mm. um, but adored and lingered over Every single book. Um, big Harry Potter fan, Slytherin, just in case any of y'all were wondering, as if you couldn't tell anyway. I'm um, a Ravenclaw.
2: I'm also Ravenclaw.
1: Yeah, look, Thinky One and Thinky Two, I get that. Pretty <laughs> I get that. Um, the sweary ones are Slytherin, of course. Um, so they encourage you to read along so that the details from the chapter are kind of fresh in your mind, but if you don't, that's fine. And so, like, for example, one of the first chapters they talk about is they talk about loneliness and the need for empathy with Harry Potter living under the stairs and having no friends and being, you know, not a sad sack and everything, Yeah, she says, with compassion. Um, so, you know, and each time they'll pick a character and talk about what their theme evokes and why we should be better humans to each other based on Harry Potter. So this is the most religious that I could get without being actually religious because I'm not and I don't want to listen to another psychedelic salon.
0: Well, would you like me to tell you how religious I could get without getting I religious? Would,
1: I would love for you to tell me. <laughs> uh,
0: my recommendation this week is Zealot, ah! <laughs> uh, which is a podcast to do with uh, the different cults that are out there. How was right. this
1: not my suggestion? Yeah. <laughs> how? <laughs> <laughs>
0: so this is another Australian podcast uh, run by. Uh, oh, what is her name? Joe jo Thornley. Thornley. Jo Thornley, And she basically gets a comedian or performer friend in and tells them about the weird, horrifying, hilarious, embarrassing, just mind-boggling things that cults throughout the years have done. And so they go through – some of them are – like what you think of when you think of cults, a whole bunch of people in a compound doing whatever. But then there's also like uh, cults of personality. Uh, mm. So there's a woman that does a series of YouTube videos that kind of – it's not a cult in the in the true sense of the word, but she definitely has a whole bunch of widespread followers and supporters. And
1: they're the type of people who would like attack anybody who said anything bad against yeah, them. Yeah, that sort like, of thing. Uh-huh. Yeah.
0: Uh, so that that's pretty – it's a very simple uh, premise and I believe she's writing a book as she does the podcast. So she's writing a book about I think it's cults. just come out. I was oh, reading a
1: story on news.com.au about her the other day um, and I'm pretty sure that was like an extract from the book. So it's oh, either excellent. just come out or it's about to come out.
0: Well, I'll have a look for it's it. It's called and Zealot. I'll- yeah, I'll, I'll see if I can find a link and I'll and put it back in, in the show notes.
1: Funnily enough, like I heard of Zealot and I remember when Zane first said, he didn't know where he was going to put it, but he first said he wanted to put it on his list and that it wasn't very well known and I was like, oh, well. <laughs> a couple of weeks ago when they were doing their – I think this was back in September in 2018 18 or 17, 18? I don't know. Uh, 17 it was because I – just jumped on the my favorite murder train only to find out that it left the station a month before I got <laughs> on it. Um, but the girl, so at every live episode, they get somebody up to tell a hometown story. Yeah, and the girl that they got to get up and tell the hometown was Joe Thornley. And so she talked about her podcast and she's like, oh, I have a podcast, by the way, it's called Zealot. And that week, <laughs> Karen and Georgia were like jokingly getting the shits because Zealot overtook them in the charts oh, that yeah. week. <laughs> so it, it like it blew up because they got a mention on MFM, yeah. which, mm. yeah, it's pretty special.
0: That's good. So um, I have specified specific episodes for both of you. Um, for Pat, it's The Family with Shirley Stocken. And for Liz, it is The Universe People with Patrick Lenton.
1: So, why? Why those two for each of us?
0: Honestly, those are the ones that I like the best. Uh Um, And they're they're two that I didn't know about before I go... Because those of you who know me, Scientology is a big trigger for me. Like, Scientology is one of the things that can make me actually angry. Mm. So, I steered away from Scientology episode Mm. because I don't want to talk about that again. Uh, (laughs) But The Universe People... um, yeah, and, and The Family are two interesting episodes that I hadn't heard about before. So I wanted to share them with my friends. This has Wonderful. given me some good ideas for some things to add to that Word document about
2: curated episodes. I thought oh, you cool. were
1: going to say this has given me some good ideas for the cult that you and I started. <laughs> also that.
2: Well, I'll have better ideas after listening to Perfect. Zealot. But there's, there's one episode, there's actually a couple of Rogan episodes. He gets a cult deprogrammer on. <gasps> yep. yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Which I'll find for you if you haven't already listened to that. And then there's a couple of Scientology ones. He has He's David. He's not
1: listening to the Scientology no, no, no. ones. He Look has, at the pain he on has, his face. Uh, he
2: has Ron Miscavigeon, who's David's father, oh. and how that Where's whole Shelley? thing huh? fell Where's huh?
1: Where's Shelley? Yeah.
2: He's also had Leah Remini. Yeah. Oh, yeah yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Those are all excellent. Mm. But the Ron Miscavige one is pretty heartbreaking because this guy just doesn't have a relationship with
0: his son anymore.
1: As if you would. Who could?
0: Like he's, yeah. Mm. I mean, yeah. Let's not get Let's into not Scientology. No Scientology.
1: No. What are you bringing to the table this I week?
0: actually
2: managed to get pretty reasonably religious with this one. This podcast is the Jordan B. Peterson podcast, which isn't necessarily religious, but he has a series of lectures called The Psychological Significance of the Bible. Mm. Um.
0: And he is well known for being a religious person.
2: Yeah, I guess. I mean, he identifies as Christian, I think. But when asked, do you believe in God? He's never really given a solid answer because he's got some sort of weird epistemological kind of... I mean, rigmarole. I've listened
0: to a couple of debate episodes where he's been debating for religion against mm. an atheist. So, yeah. uh, by I guess, yeah, by, I've
2: heard him on Sam Harris's yeah. actually a number of times, but they got bogged down in the nature of what truth is, so Ugh. they couldn't really yes. get to yeah. you know the meat and potatoes of it. But what I really liked about this is because I think, like, I went to a Catholic school and then I was atheist, and then. I took a few mushrooms and I was no longer (laughs) (laughs) quite as atheist as that.
0: Um, And then... The giant fungus in the sky. Yeah, But then
2: when I heard this, I was like, I understood sort of the utility of religion and not throwing the baby out with the bathwater, which is what I guess I was doing quite a bit when I was sort of a bit more of a hardcore atheist. Like there's nothing really to take from this. But then I've, the way I heard him articulate some of these things, I was like, oh, I actually see the utility in that and why that might actually be useful. And, yeah, not just basically whitewashing an entire sure. culture and religion. And so
0: what? So that's what the psychological significance of the Bible yeah, series is Yeah, yeah. He
2: sort of – I think he starts with Genesis and tries to muddle his way through, but he gets off on tangents and all that sort of stuff.
1: So – I'm going to try really hard to go into this with an open mind because I know who Jordan B. Peterson is. Well, yeah,
0: Do he's you? he's had a little bit of notoriety in yes, Australia. Yes, he's a very recently. polarizing figure.
1: I yeah. am not a fan. He makes me really fucking angry. Because, for the
0: record, Zane is neither.
1: Yeah, so you're in the middle this time. No,
0: I'm oh. I'm not a fan. Yeah. of him personally either. Yeah, um, he's I find him super problematic. Yes. Um, but, but got listening to the podcast of course I'm see what interested
1: says. to see because and, and I think we were discussing this a little bit off air is that he's one of those figures who he's not universally hated he's hated or loved and there seems to be very little in between um and I and I am interested to see whether I can understand the love from listening to his, thoughts on the Bible because I'm all, you know, I am heavily into psychology. It fascinates me. The only reason I'm not a psychologist right now is because the idea of having to do stats and pass it with flying colors to do my <laughs> honours scared the shit out of me. Sorry, mum. And so hearing a religious psychologist I find mm. interesting, very interesting, and I'm going to try really hard to put my predisposition and my – my um, already angry feelings against this person to the side because I really want to understand him more than the outrage that I have understood. And I I will say
0: we have dealt with problematic podcast hosts in the past. Yes. Um, I mean Joe Rogan has known his amount of controversy and uh, Dan Savage as well Mm. has also been in the news. um, What I might recommend
2: as as a a more – comprehensive introduction is the first time he appears on the Joe Rogan Experience.
1: Would you recommend me listening to that before I listen to an episode of the Bible series?
2: Um, I think probably.
1: Okay. I will do this because I respect you and because I respect being open-minded.
0: Okay. That's Very magnanimous.
2: <laughs> I
1: know, darling.
2: <laughs> All right. Well, then those are our recommendations for this week. If you would like to submit your own recommendations to us, you can find us at that's not canon forward slash castology. You can Correct. also find us on Facebook or on Instagram and or Twitter. Yes. Yes. And Twitter.
1: And Twitter. Anything not else? Not as yet. There aren't really many things We're on email, that. castology
2: oh, yeah. at gmail.com. Oh, yeah. Castology yep. at gmail.com. Um, not on MySpace or Bebo, unfortunately.
1: No. But we'll if, the, if there is a need of the people, we will go there. So let us know.
0: Yes. And let us know your responses to our recommendations yeah let us know what you're thinking please
2: do because i imagine this will be i think next
1: episode's gonna be spicy (laughs) (laughs) we'll
0: uh put some put some extra time aside for that one i think i think yeah (laughs) yeah i think
1: we'll need a little bit longer than normal to (laughs) chat
2: all right great well thank you very much for tuning in as always and thank you to my beautiful Guests. No, not, not guests.
1: <laughs> wow, well, we're guests now, are we? <laughs> well, not, I guess. Not co-hosts.
2: I was going to say guest host and I was like, that's not right. No. It's co-hosts. Yes. Yeah. So my yes. beautiful co-hosts.
0: Zane Weber.
1: Liz Best.
2: And I have been Patrick Shearer. But who knows if I'll be that next time.
1: Dependent on the mushrooms, I mm. think.
2: Yeah. And how much backlash I get.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we'll backlash you into a <laughs> different personality. <laughs> well, okay. we'll see you next week. Bye, guys.
0: Cheers. Bye. What's your favorite TV show? What's
2: your favorite movie?
0: Do you think The Godfather is overrated? Then you've tuned into the right place. I'm Shane. I'm
1: Josh. I'm Chance
0: Starr. And we're the Mighty Motion Picture Rangers. In depth discussions on movies and TV, there's interviews, commentaries, and more top ten lists than you can imagine. It's all available at the Mighty Motion Picture Rangers, available wherever you get your podcasts. Also available at that'snotcanonproductions.com.